I'm Jason Thomas. Welcome to the Hardway MBA, where we empower ambitious corporate professionals. That's you, right? With real-world business knowledge. We interview business leaders who are gracious enough to share their strategic insights and tactical activities to improve your business and career. If you enjoy these interviews, please spread the word because nothing says thank you as well as a referral to your friends and colleagues. Now let's dive in. Welcome, folks. Welcome, Jason Thomas with the Hard Hardway MBA. Very excited with our uh, to have our guest here today, uh, a guy named Scott Pope. I, I respect Scott so much uh, for reasons that you guys will see uh, as we go through this uh, interview. Um, but Scott, before I uh, before I dive in with a bunch of questions and and praising you uh, left and right, why don't you just take a minute and introduce yourself to our guests and and just you know let them know who you are and and uh, what you're, what you're up to. Oh, no, okay, sure, sure. Uh, as much as I'd love for you to start heaving on the praises right away. <laughs> I, I can brag about myself before you start bragging about myself. Uh, let's see. Um, I right, just a little bit about a little bit about me. Um, Scott Pope, obviously, uh, currently uh, vice president of Hamilton Products Limited. Um, you know, a little bit of background on me. Uh, I had a uh, mildly successful uh design firm uh, about like, maybe 15 years ago. Uh, it was a uh, successful, you know, million plus dollar salesman in the uh, signage and custom fabrication industry. And then again, in the uh, printing and marketing uh, industry. And then uh, went corporate and worked uh, for a very large uh, PBM consortium out of St. Louis. Some of you might've heard of called Express Scripts. <laughs> Uh, running a lot of marketing operations uh, with their uh, marketing, creative, and corporate communications teams. So before before doing what to do now. So uh, that about summed up. That's great, man. And I, and I, I tell you, one of the reasons I wanted to bring Scott in here is that when Scott was at sales rep, and that's when Scott and I met when he was in the field here in St. Louis. Um, he hustled harder or as hard as any rep you'll ever meet ever selling anything. And did it in, in a way that, uh, I mean, he just did it right. Like he was building relationships. I had no insight into his numbers and, and how he was doing, but just from the outside looking in, knew he had to be doing well because you don't work that hard and, and, uh, and know your stuff that well and not, you know, not make some money, not hit your numbers, not do well. Um, so then Scott went corporate. We kind of kept in touch. And I realized Scott has some insights here that I'm hoping he'll share with us. You know, as a, right now as a VP of marketing, uh, you have seen you, you see the other side of the coin. I mean, I'm in sales every day, as are some of the folks that are listening. This this podcast is really about people that are hustlers, grinders, people that are getting a job done every day. Not necessarily entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurial thinkers uh, within an organization. And you know, as I think about the 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 experience you have as a sales rep, and now kind of in more of a buyer's role or at least seeing sales reps calling on you uh, before and now with Hamilton, I wonder, you know, what kind of insights would would you have, would you give yourself a few years ago? You know, what kind of advice would you look back and say, man, that thing you thought was cool, that ain't cool, um, but this is. That's, that's actually a really interesting question. 
Because looking back a couple of years ago, the things I know now uh, that I think would give a rapid advantage weren't really available back then. So the things I did back then, I would say, keep doing those things you did back then. Those things worked back then. Yeah. But now, now there's there's a, a few a few new things out there. And for what I learned in my my corporate experience as a as a buyer and working with sales reps out there, you know, and I got a soft spot for sales guys too. I've been out there. I know how hard it is. But every time I would talk to one, I would want to I would want to give them like a little bit of this advice. And sometimes I would, and sometimes I wouldn't. But you know, what I want to say is is guys that work in in big corporate environments. You know, like I work for a you know hundred billion dollar company. Uh, Guys like me in organizations like that. One, if you can find us, good for you. That means you did some digging. <laughs> but have something. Don't don't waste my time. And I don't mean that to be mean, but I mean like have something that you you've done your research. You know something that's going to interest me. Something's going to make an impact, and something that you can get across to me right away. Because I don't have a yeah. lot of time to, you know, sit around. I've I've got I've got higher ups, and and you know, and I got you know VPs and directors and things that need to also see all this stuff. And I got to wedge it into my 47th meeting of the day. So yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah. have some that, that hits hard. And that's, I like, I like a lot of technology that they have out now that they didn't have back when I started doing this, a lot of the demo stuff, a lot of the, the hands-on, you know, where you can, you can, you know, try it out a little bit of your own data and kind of see uh, like a quick result, like, especially in the marketing field, if you've got a marketing trick, you're like, Hey, check this out. You know, maybe it's a, it's an email tool or it's a data analytics tool or something. And, you know, if you could, if you could show me on a really small scale immediately how it works, I'm like, okay, well, this guy's impressed. I need to get him in here. I need to, I need to put a half hour, an hour on the books to, to talk to this guy some more. Yeah. So make it as, as experiential for the buyer as possible. Really yes. put it in their world. Yes. Great um, word. Experiential. Yes. No, that is, that is it exactly. So, and you're right. A lot of those tactics, a lot of those tools weren't available to us. Um, so if you're, I mean, you were in a space where, I mean, I don't know, printing, you guys, I know you guys did a lot with data, so you could take that data. But if you go back even years before that, um, selling displays and some of those kind of things, that might not be so easy to, to make that really super experiential. Um, I'm wondering what other kind of stuff have you seen that you've thought that's really captured your attention, captured your imagination, pulled you in? Um, you know, back in the print and the display world, you know, and the things I've seen and the things I did back then when we didn't have all the experiential stuff, uh, you know, I, I really liked a good, a good example. You know, if somebody had something that was that was pretty neat, you know, that was, yeah. that was different. You know, that's another good thing is, always, it's, I mean, it's been this way for a long time, but being unique and standing out from the crowd, I don't just mean like, a really finely worded, unique selling proposition. I mean, like actually have something unique, you know, right. or something at least I haven't seen before. There right. might be a mission of them out there, but if I haven't seen it and you're the first guy to bring it to me, you're unique. That's unique. That's right. That's exactly it. Cool. So the uh, my takeaway here is, look, it's really hard to get on somebody's calendar. And if you're going to make, if you're going to call me once a week for uh, 26 weeks, you make sure that that message is different every time. You make sure that you're trying something. Uh, you make sure that you are trying to be unique and, and really try to bring something home to me that uh, nobody else is going to do. And maybe, maybe you earn a few minutes of time. Exactly, exactly. I don't, you know, I don't need to, I don't have time to have coffee with everybody. I've only got, you know, <laughs> one lunch appointment and I got people that are already, 
I'm already spending, you know, millions of dollars worth a year, you know, buying from that are, that are vying for my, my lunch attention. Uh, yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to call me a million times or shoot me some emails, mix it up, do something different. And chances are, this is, uh, this is, this would be some great advice for people out there. If I heard your voicemail, but I didn't call you back, there's a really good chance I kind of forgot, which means the next voicemail, the next email is, is, is a brand new chance for you to get right back in front of me. Cause I, I probably, it's not like I'm sitting around being like, oh, that guy again. I just totally forgot and just it wasn't yeah. unique enough to catch her on the radar. Yeah, yeah. I think we put we, we spend way too much time thinking about what other people are thinking about us. They're oh, not. Yeah. They're I, not wait, thinking. We're, we're, <laughs> we're not thinking about you. Yeah, exactly. Try again. <laughs> That's it. So the marketing world today seems to me to to be in a a, a big state of flux, like a lot of things in business, but change in marketing is is really quick. I mean, it's catching up to or accelerating past technology because those fields are really coming together in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know about you, but it, it's hard to keep track and make sense of all the different changes. And then you've got to, then you've got to try to find a way to prioritize. I would imagine working with a mid-sized company, you can't do everything. Um, right. How do you go about that? And how have you seen other folks uh, go about coming up with that plan, uh, prioritizing these are the strategies that we're going to le- use, we're going to leverage this stuff? You know, that's a hard one um, for any company because, you know, ideas are a dime a dozen, but yeah. implementation costs money. Um, you know, I it's what I do every day now is is trying, you know, and cipher through and learn and, and figure out and test, you know, these this new you know, we do a lot of uh, online retail that mm-hmm. happens. And so trying to figure out how to capture mass market audiences and get the word out there, you know, that's something that we do every day now. So I guess um, I'm kind of muddling, I'm kind of muddling through this and trying to, like, how do, how do I say this without uh, saying, uh, how do I say this without admitting that I don't really know? Uh, <laughs> well, I, so much is changing. No one knows. I mean, that's kind of the first yeah. thing that I've, uh, I, I've, I, I think we all need to acknowledge. No one knows. No one has the answer. Yes, if, and if there are had the answer, it'd be easy. There are several uh, successful uh, retail entrepreneurs out there that I have met, and uh, uh, two of them actually have mentored me in my, uh, I guess, personal professional level. You know, just to see me succeed as a business professional, and uh, they've really shared a lot of insights on what they've done and are continuing to do, and you know these types of online spaces, you know, data collecting and all that. And these are guys; these guys are millionaires, and they sell products online, and they're you know they're they're big marketing guru guys. So I kind of lean heavily on on people that have more experience than me. But these are relationships that you know I, I've sought out and and got a chance to meet a couple of these guys, and then kind of you know drew them in and again again you know, had to do a little bit of selling oh that old school selling like that was the hey let's meet for a cup of coffee let's get together let's get them to like me enough right. to trust me and share me and say hey we see something in you you know here's what we've been doing this last year it's really been working hey maybe you should meet this other guy he's like a facebook genius and you know that kind of stuff so you you gotta you gotta kind of pick and choose your gurus out there that you want to listen to and then test it you know try and see what they're doing with the marketing and, and then try a few strategies on your own and throw some money at it and, and then see what's working and what's not. Cause yeah, like you said, it, it's going so fast, you know, marketing data, 
data marketing, you know, one day Google's hot, one day, you know, Facebook's hot. And, you know, as a, as a sales guy, you're not going to do that kind of stuff like a one-on-one sales guy, right. you know, but you're definitely, you know, that, that's what, that's what the business guys, you know, that's what, that's what we're out there doing, you know, but so, yeah, other than, you know, some people are just throwing a couple Facebook posts or a couple, couple tweets out there. That's not really, you know, you got to get an audience. You got to build an audience somehow. Yeah. So I, you, <laughs> that's a tough one, man. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not just tough for, for you and me. It's tough for a lot of folks. So uh, over the next 12 to 18 months, what trends do you see catching on? Where's the, you know, take out your crystal ball for a minute. Um, so, so you're, you're bound to be right and you're bound to be wrong all at the same time. Uh, yeah. Where are we headed here? Especially uh, in this online retail space that that uh, that you're in the midst of. Um, online retail, um, Amazon is definitely huge right now, super super huge. You know that's where that's where buyers are. You know you want to get in front of somebody who buys, you got to put your product on Amazon. You got to get it up there. People are buying it left and right. Uh, Facebook is a huge huge uh, way to get in front of specific people. Like they're Facebook's targeting right now. You can drill down so deep and find people with really niche interests that, you know, definitely I would I would definitely use Facebook as a way to mine and look for for different, you know, prospects and get and getting your just get in front of some people, you know. And that can work for anybody. Yeah, I mean, I know in uh, in a gig that I had, we were looking for small business owners in St. Louis. And uh, Facebook let us get down to I mean, like zip codes. Yeah. Um, and and it knew if they owned businesses or not. So it, you didn't pay for clicks from people you didn't want to pay for clicks from. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you, it's it's it, you can get right in front of somebody on on Facebook. Their right. their tools are pretty phenomenal, and not a lot of people are doing it. People say they are. They're really not. Really. I've got some analytics tools I use that I can kind of spy on my competition or, or sure. see what's, just to see what's out there and see who's advertising on what different platforms, you know, like what different products are out there yeah. and I'll use it. And I'll go on Facebook and there was really not a lot. There's a lot of marketing guys out there trying to push their, um, you know, you know, make a six figure income from home or your, your different sure. type, you know, how to be the online marketer. There's a lot of, a lot of that stuff. But when it comes to, to physical products, there's not a lot of people on on Facebook pushing it. Yeah. I, I think I think if you could find that unique middle between pushing uh, a retail product and pushing a marketing you know strategy, almost like some sort of digital download or webinar, there's got to be something in the middle there that nobody's doing, but it's got to be like you know some sort of cross between the both. That that I think would be hot. I think people would get that. You know, if you were I don't know what it would be off the top of my head. Let's see if I come up with a genius uh, response for that. <laughs> right yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, that's, in, that's like, interesting. Though. You know, hey, you know, if you had some sort of like marketing builder thing, there's like there's a few cool things out there like uh, lead pages or click funnels or a couple right, different, right. you know. Uh, if you had something that was like that but had a little bit of that salesman hands onness, but it was still easy enough for a user to use on their own, I think that would kind of be a cool thing. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I, I know I'm, uh, I'm 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 a little enamored with the idea of a welcome mat. I think of uh, those funnels that you uh, put out at the beginning of a a web page that collect 
folks data, you know, yeah. get people to sign up for your, I yeah. think of them as a welcome mat, right? Put yeah. this welcome mat out that really encourages, it doesn't mandate, but it encourages that if you're going to, if you're going to look at my website, you're going to give me your email address. Yep. Um, some of those I'm, I've, I've looked at several, they're very intriguing. Um, I, I don't, here at the Hardway MBA, we do very little actually collecting email addresses. Actually, yeah. you know, there's no monetization strategy here, so it's not like it's a, a big downside for me. But at the same time, if I want there to be a monetization strategy, I got to get into people's inbox. It's where they live. Yep. Is that the same? And I mean, is that assumption still holding true as you're seeing it in, in online retail? You've got Facebook, you've got Twitter, you've got a dozen other platforms but people live in their inbox. If you have that, you have a key, a special key. You have a key if you live in somebody's inbox. I think your your second sale or your follow up, yeah. Once you're in somebody's inbox, you could really get lost though. You know, not everything. Again, then you got to get back to being unique and get people to want to open your emails and click through your stuff. I think where people are doing a lot of lead capturing right now, what's working is you know they'll, they'll dangle that little carrot, the little incentive to like you know. Mm -hmm. Here's 10 bucks off. Here's free shipping. Here's buy one, right. get one. You know, something that they need, they want to do right now. Like, okay, I want to, I want to give you my email and my address or my phone number or whatever. And I want to do it right now because I want that discount code because I want to get that thing, you right. know, and you want to get people to buy right then. You know, that's, that's the whole thing with the web right now is that it's getting people to buy right then. And if they can, they buy then, then immediately after they buy, you want to sell them the next thing. I mean, with that that second layer, you want to do that upsell. And if they don't want to do the upsell, then you want to do your downsell. And then you got you got to bounce them around like this spider web of things until they finally buy at least one thing from you right then and there. Because that's when you got their attention is that immediate thing which grabbed them. Right. You know, you know they're not. You know, you could follow them up. You know. Later on, you have your next product and your your next idea that you want to get across. And so you could say, "Hey, you love the first thing so much. Now they want to open. Like, oh, that's that guy. You know, Jason. Right. He's a great guy. Bought that thing right. from me. I want to buy his next thing. You know, but right. if you don't get to buy right away, you could get lost in the shuffle. And then you then you kind of yeah. start over again. Yeah, well, that's a great point. It's a great point. Um, so we've touched on this. I we've touched on this, but I want to dive into it a little bit more. It's this idea, this gap between strategy and execution, right? And I see it all over business and I, you know, marketing in a big way because it's so easy to execute in the marketing world. I mean, I can put a tweet out there in about three and a half seconds. Right. A Facebook post might take me five. Um, but, and, and you don't know, see people talking about marketing strategy. We talk a good game, um, but having a plan that's actually strategic to begin with and then executing against that plan seems to me to be huge gaps for most people and organizations if you really follow an organization. Um, you're seeing this too? I'm not, it's just in my head. Well, it's not just in your head. It's everybody. I uh, Funny you mentioned this. That I, I, just, I, got, I saw something on Facebook, and it was a neat little ad. And I was just scrolling through, and I clicked on the ad because I wanted to see what they did. I wanted to see where it took me. I wasn't really interested in the in the offer so much, but I was like, oh, this this looks neat. I, I'm I'm peaked. Maybe I'll copy your design, or I, I like where this is going to go. So I clicked on it and just just to see what it was. And it was it was one of those uh, you know marketing plans, you know strategy type things. Sure. So I was like, hey, it's like, hey, here's how to do it, and, and it's free. And I was like, okay, I, I want to see what, what what are they giving away out there? What's out there in the world? Right. And it was this PDF download. 
and all the questions that I mean, it was really basic stuff, stuff that we've learned for years and we know that we need to do. But what it came down to was all these questions about, you know, where do you want to be? Where do you want to go with your business? You know, what is your business? Like down to the core, like things that people should know if you own a business or if you sell for a company. These are things you should know, but what most people do not know. Like right. they don't they don't know at the core what it is that they do. So it's really hard to execute or build a strategy from there. If you don't really know what it is you do or what you want to do or where you want to go with your company or even as an individual salesman, you know, that's the that's the hard part. That's where people get that, you know, that paralysis where they don't end up executing. They're like, oh, I, I got this strategy and I got this, you know, I, I have this idea. But then, you know, you start to try and implement it and you're like, why do we really want to do that? I mean, is that, is that what our company does? You know, is that, is that what I want to do as a salesman? Is that, you know, is that really going to make me some money? And yeah, if you don't have a clear cut vision of, of what your company does or what you want to do, you, you'll never be able to execute other than just randomly throwing out some tweets and some Facebook posts, which will get you nowhere. Going back to your, your statement about building an audience, you don't build an audience with a randomness. Right. Um, so, you know, it's amazing to me that the, uh, it goes back to that understanding of who you are. It goes back to that vision. The, the thing that, you know, we all, I take for granted. I mean, I often, uh, I'll use Hardway MBA as an example. At the beginning sure. of the year, I sat down and I said, hey, so this is my side project. What do I want it to be when I, what does it want to be when it grows up? Regardless of me, yeah. what's the vision for this thing? Um, and, you know, it literally took 15 minutes to outline the vision and everything else became clear. Then the question was, do I want to put the effort in to execute on that or not? Right. Um, which is a different question, but at least I'm now at a level of asking the question of, am I willing to put that in versus right. what the hell do I do? Yeah. And your, your basic building block was there, though. You, you thought about your vision. You put it. It's, you know, it's building with anything. It's like building your marketing foundation. Right. You can't you can't build a campaign and try and execute on top of it or if you don't know where you're coming from. Right. Exactly. So, all right, man, I, I've got one standard question that I've, I, I've asked, I think every guest that's been on the, on the podcast. Um, so as I've mentioned before, this podcast for the hustlers of the world, we probably don't know their name yet. I hope we do. I, I hope we do someday. And somebody points back and says, yeah, I really like that Hardway MBA podcast. And now they're the, you know, the, <laughs> the CEO, the, the big entrepreneur. You know, what piece of business advice would you give to these up and comers, the folks that are in the in the trenches every day, um, something that they can put to work, be actionable tomorrow? The actionable tomorrow. All right. Well, let's, let's let this one. I, you know, I've been saving this. Uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to let anybody know about this. But here's the uh, here's the answer to be a super, really successful uh, millionaire overnight. Uh <laughs> Exactly, which is which is nothing. Um, so you're talking. I mean, you're talking about like you know, like the sales guy, the guy that's out there every day. He's working for the company. He's you know, the sales guy. It could be the sales guy. It could be the guy in marketing that's that's, you know, not not at your level yet, but kind of pointing at your job and saying, "I'm gonna get there, man." Um, it, a lot of times, these uh, my listeners are uh, they're internal within an organization, and. They're just the grinders. They're the guys that will go above and beyond. They show up early. They stay late. They never stop learning, evidenced by the fact that they're listening to this podcast while they're driving home or driving to work. And uh, 
they're just looking for any any edge they can get. And sometimes it's that one little piece of advice that uh, just catches somebody and, and sets them on their way. Yeah. Um, I would say be realistic. And by be realistic, I mean know, know what you do and who you do it for. Don't let grand ideas or ideas that don't work out uh, – slow you down. I mean, sometimes you just got to grind it. You know, you don't got to find them. You just got to grind them kind of thing. You just hit it harder and harder, make more right. calls, just do it. But you know what you do, you know, be realistic. Like, look, I just sell widgets to people that buy widgets, <laughs> go out there. Or I just, I just market, you know, you know, X's to people who buy X's. It doesn't matter. You know, right. be realistic about what it is that you do and focus on that hard, you know, don't be like, oh, man, I would sell so much better or, or this would be so much better if I only had blank because right. that that's an unrealistic expectation because right. it's, it's probably never going to happen. The president's never going to approve that fifty thousand dollar, you know, marketing budget for that radio campaign you want to do. And right. you never call it that glossy brochure, which, you know, would just help everybody buy from you if you just had it. You know, <laughs> yeah, we've heard of all before. I've got the yeah. uh, I've got the pile of glossy brochures in a file yeah. next to my desk exactly exactly well you, got, you you can give out a bunch of brochures and just orders just started pulling in <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. no just know know what you do you know i mean i yeah. i work used to work with a guy i'll tell you the story I used to work with a guy he was what we call a seven to seven guy seven a.m to seven p.m a hustler mm -hmm. this guy had like 500 accounts you know or something i don't know what something ridiculous i he i think he did almost three million dollars a year in sales and his average sale was $700. Oh, my Lord. Because he was just a hustler. But you know what? And this is when I, you know, we sold a, a technology platform and marketing services and graphic design and printing and business. I mean, we just, the, the whole gambit, you know, we we sold everything. I mean, if you wanted your logo on a car, I would have sold it to you if you had the money. <laughs> but this guy was realistic. He knew where his strengths led. He knew where the profit was, you know, for what he sold. And he just went out there and he just grounded every day, just just selling the basics. But he hustled. Yeah. He hustled hard. And he was our he was a, one of the top guys every year. You know, I mean, just total grinder. But like I said he didn't get caught up in some weird pipe dream of, uh, oh, I'm going to go get this one million dollar account. You know, yeah. And yeah. he's like, no, I'm just going to he's like, he's like, look, here's what I'm good at. This is what I do. I'm just going to grind it out. And if he lost one or two clients along the way, they went out of business or maybe they found something better. It didn't really hurt him because he had, like I said, it was only 700 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's very, I think that's very good advice. We, uh, it's easy to get caught up with the shiny object um, and Absolutely. go chase that shiny object. But if you don't work with shiny objects, what right. are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you don't know a thing about shiny objects, you're never going to sell a shiny object. That's right. Cool. Well, Scott, thank you so much for joining us and uh, and enlightening us a bit. Um, I wish you continued success, and uh, I just can't thank you enough. Um, one more thing, I invite our I invite our guests, our listeners, uh, every time to, to you know shoot a note to Scott, let him know uh, what you're going to take away from this conversation uh, that that you're actually going to put to work tomorrow. I'm betting there's a couple of things that uh, that you said before that people are going to glom onto and uh, 
and improve the way they're marketing, improve the way they're selling. Uh, what's the best way for folks to, to get in touch with you and, and let you know uh, how much they appreciate your uh, your time here and your insight? Well, they can shoot me an email. Uh, my email is uh, spope, S-P-O-P-E, at hamiltonusa.net. I know it's one of those old .net ones, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you can throw that on there. Yeah, yeah, just shoot me an email. Emails I get. I mean, I'm on my phone all the time. And, you know, emails, I always tell people that all the time. Email is the best way to get a hold of me. Yeah, I got you, man. Hey, thank you so much. And uh, have a great night. Awesome. Thank you. again at the very end of the show hey guys scott pope is awesome i check him out on on linkedin and twitter he's a little quiet out there on the social media you know why ideas pointless execution implementation priceless so how are you going to execute and implement in 2016 i'm starting to feel like a broken record talking about the 2016 attack plan but I feel like it's that important that we need to think about it. Uh, visit our site, hardwaymba.com slash 2016 plan. What you're going to find there is a framework to think about uh, an attack plan that brings together your personal and your business life and gives you one place to, to outline the objectives you're going after, the behaviors it's going to take to get there, the threats that you foresee, uh, what do you need to learn to overcome those threats, and then as a a tactical strategy that uh, anchors those behaviors in an everyday kind of way, helps you identify the themes that have emerged, and three words, just three words that will remind you of all of those activities so that you stay motivated and positive about achieving your objectives uh, all the way through the year. Folks, I started this exercise several years ago, have been refining it over the last five, and really excited to share it with you guys. So hardwaymba.com slash 2016 plan. Have a look. Uh, it, tell me what you think, at hardwaymba or jason at hardwaymba.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. You know, the whole podcast is for you. Uh, so shoot me a note if you've got uh, people you think we should be interviewing, topics you'd really love to learn about, or uh, just some feedback about how you feel like the show is going. Let me know. Again, Jason at HardwayMBA.com. I read everything. I respond to every email. At HardwayMBA, you can find us on the Twitter sphere there. And You know, one last thing, I could really use your help getting to the new and noteworthy section of iTunes. Very important for the relaunch. A little insight into how this works. iTunes gives you eight weeks to get to new and noteworthy. That's not very long, and the eyeballs there are huge. Millions of people getting eyeballs on on our little podcast here. The way I get there is from downloads. So go to iTunes, download every episode, Erase them from your music from the iTunes store saved on your computer and download them again. That does me a a huge solid. 
The other thing you can do, give us a five-star review and share this with your friends. Nothing says thank you like sharing with your friends. Folks, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your help. Make it a great day. Take care.